Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited to be introducing our second season of the Chasing Dreams podcast. It's your girl, Tiara Nicole, and I am your gracious host of this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me in our second season. I hope you had a chance to listen to the inaugural season. If not, it's not too late. The episodes are there to scroll up a little bit. But if you have listened to the inaugural season, I know you're just as excited as I am for season two. We had some dope guests during season one. And in season two, we're about to take things to a whole new level. And I can't wait for y'all to hear these gems, okay? Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, and share these episodes with someone who needs to hear these gems. But we also want to hear from you. At the end of each season, we'll be answering audience questions specific to the topic of chasing dreams, whatever that dream may be for you. Also, if you have someone that you think would be a great fit for our show, feel free to share their contact info with us. All audience questions and podcast guest recommendations can be sent by email at chasingdreamspodcast at gmail.com. That's chasingdreams with an S podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tierra Nicole Riley and let me know what you think of these episodes. Make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode for a very special announcement. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, guys, I have a special message from one of our season two guests, Miss Corinda Dion. Do you have what it takes to thrive? Huddle up Saturday, June 27th at 11 a.m. with your number one change agent, Corinda Dion, to find out why is it important to thrive in challenging and painful situations? If you want to know what it, ha- what it takes to thrive, register today for this free webinar, okay? Free. Spaces are limited, so secure your spot now at corindadion.com slash events. Again, that's corindadion.com slash events. C-A-R-E-N-D-A-D-E-O-N-N-E dot com slash events. And let them know your girl, Tierra Nicole, sent you. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining us at the Chasing Dreams podcast. Today, we're talking about faith, fear, and resilience. And we have our special guest, Aisha Taylor, who is an author, a speaker, an edupreneur, and a confidence coach for teachers and leaders. She teaches leaders and teachers confidence-boosting strategies that position them to make a more significant impact in and out the classroom. Currently releasing a new book entitled Faith, Fear, and Resilience. You see what we did there? (laughs) How to Reclaim Your Educational Life. What sets Aisha apart is that she focuses on helping her clients use their gifts to discover their purpose and find confidence that impacts life success. As a successful leader in education with over 12 years of experience, currently serving as a principal, 
Aisha is well respected, a well-respected leader in the community and is known for her passion to do what's right for students. She is passionate about supporting and coaching teachers and students after going through a tough year in education. She wasn't sure if she was going to be able to continue to do what she loves. She began to think of ways to be innovative and to reclaim her passion for education. After much research in online businesses and being fascinated with the power of social media and its ability to reach people all over the world, confidence coach Aisha Taylor was born. She learned the term edupreneur, which is both an educator and an entrepreneur. An edupreneur led with the 21st century mindset and is known globally inside and outside the classroom. This allows her to open up to the movement of learning from one to many, to from localized to globalized, from past to present and into the future, all while making a profit. Y'all know I love a good profit now. <laughs> Hello, Aisha. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Tierra. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I like to start off all the conversations by asking one very simple yet complex question. What is the dream for you? My dream is, first, I believe in multiple streams of income. Hello. Okay. (laughs) Entrepreneur, um... It's not something, again, that I desire to do full-time because I love being on an educational campus. I love teaching. I'm passionate about it. But I do want it as a choice. So Mm -hmm. my dream is to be able to continue to do what I do, continue to stay passionate about it, and have the choice of where to go from there with my purpose. Yes, ma'am. And if anything COVID-19 has taught us is you can't rely on that one stream of income. No, not okay. at all. Because that one secure paycheck you was counting on could be gone at any given point. That's right. Okay. That is right. I hope we are using this time wisely to get ahead. And prepare. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. So when did you realize the dream and how did it change over the years? My dream was realized uh, maybe about on my actual purpose on the Mm. track I always knew I wanted to do something that would impact more I just didn't know what that was and what direction to go in so you know I continue to pray that God would show me how to impact more people and so about two years ago um, I ended up losing my job over uh, some political things in education I spoke out about Mm. an incident that occurred um, that caused national news you probably heard about it um, we had some kids run off, and unfortunately, they robbed a GameStop and ran back on campus. And so, again, one of my worst days in education, the scariest it. days in education. And so that changed a lot for me. That was a defining moment. Um, we had a meeting. I spoke out about it. I was operating on a probationary certificate at that time. And I believe um, speaking out about it, it is what came to my demise. And so from there, um, I was released from my job and I went through this peer like, well, I know I haven't been doing this for this many years. And now I'm just supposed to stop. Like, where do I go? What happens next? Yeah. Yes. What happens next? And so really, that's how my business was born. That's how Confidence Coach and Astute Academy was born. And that's how this book was written. Ow. 
<laughs> so everything happens for a reason. Um, I've always believed that everything happens for a purpose. And um, sometimes God has to, not sometimes, he He normally takes us through something Hello. in order to rebirth. Hello. One so more time for the folks in the back. Yes, 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 yes. Um, That is definitely a story of resilience. And I'm so proud of you for putting that in a book. I truly believe that's going to help somebody for sure. So, um, well, my next question was, what prompted you to start the business? Um, I know you kind of said, you know, being released from that position. um, But walk us through how the business became. Sure. Um, I began to research online businesses um and then i wanted to stick with what i know what i'm good at what i believe my gift is which is teaching Mm -hmm. and being in education so once i began to research those things that's how i learned the term entrepreneur i'm like what is this i've never heard of this term Mm -hmm. and honestly had i still been working in a position i was in i probably would have never looked into it until later yep (laughs) (laughs) So once I researched that and I figured, well, we're always online and, you know, I don't want to be online looking at everybody else. Mm-hmm. I want to be online making an impact. Yes, and yes. from my impact, hopefully being able to make a profit. Hello. And so um, I began to follow some other powerful entrepreneurs and look at some of the things that they were doing and trying to figure out, well, what makes me different? Mm-hmm. And what makes me different is, of course, my gift, what I believe my gift is, what I believe my purpose is. And I began to package that up and do what I do um, at my nine to five, so mm-hmm. to speak, offline on my own terms oh. without all the politics, um, being as innovative and creative as I want to be mm-hmm. and truly being able to help leaders and teachers get to where they need to get to without any overhead. Yes. And I'm sure that kind of allowing you to be creative in your five to nine, I'm sure is helping you stay motivated and engaged and excited about your nine to five. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely love coaching people. So anytime I'm able to do that and build that confidence, which is where confidence coach came from, um, I'm happy with that because research says that the more confidence you have, the more successful you'll be. Absolutely. I agree. So who would you say is your greatest inspiration? Right now, um, Michelle Obama. Yes. (laughs) I would say Michelle Obama because we, the world, has watched her deal with adversity publicly. And so um, being in a position that I'm in and now taking this to online for the world to see. Yes. You know, being an, an entrepreneur yourself, that you can get criticized and, you know, everything is not going to be peaches and cream. People are not always going to want to hear your message or like what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And so watching her go through that helps me when those things come my way to be able to deal with that situation with class. Because every time it doesn't, you know, it doesn't recall for a response. Sometimes you just need to let it go. Sometimes you just need to let it go, okay? I just had to repeat that for the person who didn't think that was for them. It was for you. <laughs> it was for you. It was for you. So, Michelle, and then I have some some people I follow online that's been very um, inspirational. Uh, Maya Licious, she's very impactful. She has the Impactful Weekend. 
Um, Ashley Ann is also a great entrepreneur online, Instagram. So those ladies are out here doing some things. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I love it. You get to be yourself and impact people. Sign me up. Okay. Hello. (laughs) Purpose and a paycheck. Yes. That's what I'm here for. Yes. So when I think about like the women or the people who inspire me, um, they're all black women who started from the bottom and now they're here for the lack of a better word so like I look at um, Michelle Obama is one um Candy Burris is another Beyonce is another Oprah is another like they're all first generation wealth that's right that's right they are first generation wealth and they are black women and we all have the same 24 hours as Beyonce (laughs) that's right okay Right. Oh, you said something right there. Okay. What are you doing with your 24 hours? That's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. And I'm going to just drop the mic and we can move on right there. Drop those gems. <laughs> okay. So what would you say are some of your greatest accomplishments? My greatest accomplishment, first and foremost, is my book. Yes. I, I would have never thought in a million years that I would have actually written a book. I always said it jokingly, like, yeah. I'm going through all this for a reason. I Let should me write, write a book. book. And now right. you did it. And now I did. So that is one of my, my prized possessions to actually see that on Amazon and come to life and people actually being impacted by it. Um, I would also say being a principal because that was a goal of mine. Yeah. Um, I went through some struggles with passing that exam and all of that. <laughs> so when I got there, I was like, yes. We you know, made it. We made it. It's like, this is the girl that, you know, she got she got released from a position and then came back to be a principal. Come on, God. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, and so also, so being a principal, releasing the book, um, and then I was recently featured on Fox 26 News here for our homeschooling and uh, distance learning. And then um, Voyage Magazine, I was fortunate to be featured in last week. Yes. It's been a great quarantine for me. Okay. Listen, (laughs) I'm here for it. It's been a ride. And so going through those things, I got a webinar coming up, web series actually starting in May. Okay. uh, I'm collaborating with, uh, Fitch LaRue from Black Educators Rock. Okay. And I'm excited about that. Yes. So I'm, I'm proud of the direction that God is leading me to. That is so beautiful. Um, but in, with all that good happening, right, can you talk about a time where things didn't go right and how you overcame that? Yes, absolutely. I'll go into a little bit more detail about... Um, being released from the position I was in. I was an assistant principal at that time and had currently been at that particular campus for like 10 years. Oh, wow. So that's that's part of the story that's in the book. And so I was struggling to pass the test. It was mm-hmm. like, how am I a principal, assistant principal, and can't even pass the test? Right. Like, So all of those things were going on in my head, which made me question who I am. Mm-hmm. And so I've always been a fairly confident person, but that knocked me off my feet. I understand. I do. It knocked me off my feet. It definitely humbled me. Um, And so I had one last chance, Tierra, to pass my test. And you did it. 
I did it, but it was a struggle. I had to get a routine. I was constantly filled with doubt because I had already taken it multiple times and had not been successful. So every day I'm getting up and I'm fighting the thoughts in my head. I'm fighting that. I'm tired of looking at this information. I don't want to study for this anymore. So I had to make a conscious decision and have a routine, get up, do my devotions, my meditation time, Mm -hmm. study for my exam, exercise, journal. I had to do all of those things to keep me focused because I was totally discouraged. Mm -hmm. So once um, I did that, passed the exam, somebody reached out to me. That's how I started writing a book. I gave a glimpse of the story and they was like, no, this is a book. I was just going to do a little ebook. Okay. Okay. (laughs) A short story. And they were like, no, that's a book. Um, And so when those things start happening and then um, I got the position as a principal in a a public charter school, I was like, oh, my God, from trial to trial. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I tell that story so people can be encouraged. Mm -hmm. Man, sometimes it looks like it's just not going to happen for you. You have to stay encouraged. You have to stay convinced that this is where you're supposed to be and keep your mind and your thoughts filled with positivity and mm-hmm. keep that confidence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's the thing about resilience. Um, when you're in the middle of it, it feels horrible. It does. It feels so horrible. But the moment you get out, you're like, whew. It's <laughs> like, yeah. I'm alive. I don't look like what I've been through. And I've had, um, I would say my biggest test of resilience was um, in 2016, I miscarried twins and miscarried them three weeks apart. Oh my God. Yeah. So I found out one twin was dead on my 25th birthday. I'm sorry. And then three weeks later, I had to deliver them both. So you want to talk about resilience? That's yeah. resilience. <laughs> that's resilience here. Because that's exactly, resilience. and that and that's really what it was. Like I yeah. was determined when I walked away from the hospital. I I made a promise to my twins that I would live a life they would be proud of, and that promise is what forced. Even when I don't feel like it, that's right. I still got things to do because I made a promise that that pain was going to have a purpose. I didn't know oh. what that purpose was going to be, but it had to be something. Yeah. If I was going to get through that pain, because it, and then what it taught me is if I could literally get through worst case scenario, I can get through everything else. I agree. I agree. Everything that's else right. is easy. That's right. It's a constant reminder mm-hmm. to where you came and where you are now. And that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. When I feel like when I'm going through things now, I'm like that day serves as a cornerstone for me. Mm-hmm. And this serves as a testament to what is what is your problem? <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> right. Like you mad for what? And it was so funny. I was, um, my church was having a conversation. Uh, we were having like a, a small group discussion or whatever. And we started off talking about boundaries and then somehow got, you know, just started talking about life. Um, and I had made a point. I was like, I have not been angry in three and a half years. And people really looked at me like, what? <laughs> yes. 
Like, like right. as if I was joking or lying or exaggerating. And I'm like, no, like I really have not been angry since surviving the grief of my miscarriage because That's when powerful. you have to, when you're at a point where you don't even know how to be happy and you have to relearn what joy means. You have to relearn what it means to be genuinely happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I ain't got time to let nobody take that. You can't take my peace. You can't take my joy. I don't work too hard for this this peace. Like the literal, because joy is not always being happy. That's right. Joy means regardless of how I feel, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And when you have to fight for your joy, you ain't gonna get that away. You, yeah, no, you can't no. come around here taking my piece, baby. You are. Girl, I done worked right. way too hard for it. So when I say I really haven't been angry in about three and a half years, I really haven't yes. been angry in about three and a half years because nothing's ever that worth it. Yes. It's just you not. feel like you've been you've been at the bottom. You can't And I'll be damned if I'm going back. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. You can catch this block. You can catch this delete. You can you can catch this whatever you need to catch, but you're not yes. interrupting my peace. That's it's it's about protecting your peace. I know the older I get, protecting my circle, mm-hmm. protecting my peace, my space is very important to me. For it sure. makes a huge difference in my life. <laughs> it's a game changer, let me tell you. It is. Okay. It is. So where do you see your business in about three years? I see my business impacting women from state to state. Um, Eventually, I want to do um, either like a retreat or something like that. Like an annual retreat. I like and I that. Have, yes, I want to. I want to do an annual retreat. So you look out for that. Yes, ma'am. listen. One <laughs> of my guests. Okay. <laughs> and then um, having a confidence line. I have some shirts that I kind of pre-launched mm-hmm. already. Um, that has different sayings on them: unapologetically confident, confidence, those types of deal. And then I, I already do the eBooks and journals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to continue to do my digital products and uh, bringing you guys those things and the webinars and the coaching series online. So I just see it impacting more people all over the world in different States. Awesome. That, listen, I'm here for it. Okay. And I love a good statement, tea child. So much so I started making my own, but I love a good statement, tea, because you, I ain't got to say nothing. That's right. It's, it's all there. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so yeah, what would you say there. is your number one secret to success? Ooh. Um, my number, my number one secret would be I guess God and knowing my purpose at this point. I know I'm clear. He has, the vision has been set before me. And I think people go through, first I need to discover what that is. And then once he gives it to you and puts you on that path, it grows your confidence. It It really does. It does something to you. So I owe that all to the one above. Amen. And it really does. I remember um, 
part of one of the gifts of my miscarriage was discovering my purpose. Um, now I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. If, if God had given me a choice, like mm-hmm. you could have your babies or you could have your purpose. I might not be here right now having right. this podcast. <laughs> I would have chose my babies. Um, yeah. but if that's not a choice, I'm, I'm very glad that the aftermath was my purpose. Um, yes. because prior to that, I spent 25 years, like just what am I supposed to be doing on this earth? Trying to figure it out. Um, I used to have what I called a career ADHD. Like I would literally just be like, let me try this. Let me try this. Like I've been a real estate yeah. agent. Um, I started off in college as a math major. Then I switched to marketing. Then I switched to psychology. Then I graduated and did retail market, retail management. Then I went into HR. Yeah. It, like I've literally trying different things. Yeah, trying to figure out like what's my purpose, and that's really what mm-hmm. it boiled down to. But now that I know, child. Fortunately, you had to go through that so it could be clear now. Mm-hmm. What this is, and you know that. And now that I know that, it's such a rewarding feeling. It really it is. is. Um, and for, you know, the blessing of being able to do that full time, like, every month I'm grateful. I'm like, yo. This. <laughs> We still in this? Okay. Right. Right. Um, Nobody chooses to go through the humbling process. Nobody. I know. Oh, I know it. (laughs) I would have never chosen. No, I know I would not have. Yes, for sure. So what final thoughts do you have for the audience? My final thoughts would be to discover your passion and go for it. Y'all, you only get one life, right? And if you're not clear on how to do that, just just start praying about it, meditating about it. And some things will start falling in place. Mm-hmm. Use this time that we have. We unfortunately are under a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not the time to pause. The world has paused, mm-hmm. but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You won't get this time back, so use this time to level up, do some research, set your goal to get on that next level. So when we're back and operating, you can be in a different place and a different position. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for all of the gems you have dropped. Um, I'm sure my audience will want to k- catch up with you. Where can they find you? Yes, I am on Facebook and Instagram at I am the confidence coach. Um, and then of course you can go to my website, www.aishataylor.org to purchase the book there, or you can also purchase it on Amazon as well. And give us the name of the book one more time. Sure. It's faith, fear, resilience, how to reclaim your educational life. So it's not just for educators, but also for leaders as well. A great inspirational story. Awesome. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Absolutely. So I know we are connected through a digital world, but my goal is to be able to positively impact the lives of others, regardless of where you're located. For that reason, I've created a few digital trainings that I think will benefit your life. First, I have Nicole's Guide to Time Management, which is a digital download. No longer are the days that we're going to turn down desires, opportunities, or shelve our passions because of time. 
I will no longer allow us to use I don't have time as a valid excuse because it's simply untrue. But if you use those words, just understand that you're saying what you're saying is I don't value that task, activity, or person enough to make the time. So we are going to have a real conversation about how to fit your mini task into a busy schedule and have it all. Second, I have our digital training called I Don't Have Time, and this course reviews how to find time in a seemingly hectic schedule. We review the following. We do an I don't have time activity to walk us step by step on where that time is going. We evaluate common time pitfalls, screen time limits, and much more. Then I have my new ebook, 20 Steps I'm Following in 2020. 2020 has been a whirlwind so far, so much so that I decided to reflect on the 20 things that I'm doing to get through 2020 and make the most of it. We all had such great hopes as we entered a new decade, and I'd like to discuss what is needed to get through 2020 gracefully. I'll give you a hint. Step one is praying consistently. And last but not least, I have my brand new digital training called Aligning Your Actions. This is how to organize your business for structured sustainability. In this 30-minute training, we cover actionable steps to ensure your business is set up for success. We review the importance of managing our most important assets as a business owner and how we can create efficient systems to run them. If any of these topics interest you, make sure you download today at nicolesnetwork.net slash shop. But be sure to use promo code SOCIAL for 20% off your entire order. That's Nicole'sNetwork.net slash shop and promo code SOCIAL for 20% off your entire order. Happy training!